As you take your first step off the plane, an eager crowd of emperor penguins surrounds you, pushing and shoving, all wanting your autograph. No, wait, it's worse. You're hit with a chill like you've never felt before. Even though you're equipped with over 20 pounds of gear, the icy wind still finds you. The blinding sunlight obscures your view, but it doesn't help you to warm up at all. Yup, this is your first day at the South Pole, and it wasn't easy to get here. You meet your coordinator, ready to begin your new life in the most remote place in the entire world. Grabbing your luggage from the plane, you look around at your companions. You all went through the same rigorous physical and psychological testing to prepare you for this uniquely challenging environment. The program had to make sure that you all had what it takes to handle months of isolation, freezing temperatures, and unfamiliar night cycles. The South Pole only has a single sunset and sunrise across an entire year. This isn't even mentioning the physical tests you had to pass. Researchers need a clean bill of health when they set off because there's usually only one doctor on the base. You hesitate at first, seeing nothing before you but an endless icy desert. But it isn't long before you notice a large building in the distance. This is the Amundsen-Scott South Pole Station. After a long walk through the deep snow, you reach it. One step through the doors, and you immediately stop shivering. It's so warm that everyone is walking around in t-shirts. You almost forget that you are in the coldest place on the planet. It surprises you to see how many people come to greet you. And they're not penguins. These researchers are stationed for the entire summer, studying things in the South Pole's extreme climates. You're officially welcome with an introductory slideshow in the conference room. The basic ground rules can help you in case things go, you know, south. Everything is organized from provisions to waste management. The station recycles everything it can, even different kinds of batteries. Anything that can't be recycled is sent on a voyage all the way across the ocean to a dump in America. Once you're finished, the coordinator escorts you to your dorm, the place you'll call home for the duration of your stay. You're excited to tell your family and friends how amazing it is at the South Pole, and luckily, the station comes equipped with internet access. As soon as you open up YouTube and click on a video, though, you're greeted with a buffering sign. The lack of satellites over Antarctica means you'll need to get used to slow internet for a while. From your window, you can see the snowscape spreading out before you. Unlike the area around the coast of the continent, the South Pole is completely devoid of life. No plants or animals are able to brave the conditions this far inland. Other than the occasional bird blown off course by the wind, the entire area is just a deserted sea of ice. The Amundsen-Scott South Pole Station stands alone in this desert. The base camp needs all kinds of people so it can survive in the unique environment. Cooks, plumbers, electricians, medics, and other staff are all required to keep things working, so the scientists can do their research. You might be surprised at how nice the living conditions are for all these workers. Sure, you'd find the usual research facilities and the laboratories, but there are also many rooms set aside for fun activities. The base has its own basketball court, where different departments can regularly compete. There are even whole rooms set aside for music and arts. Most importantly, there's a dentist who can make sure your teeth aren't damaged from all that chattering. Let's not forget the cafeteria that serves dishes from all over the world. Craving a delicious green salad? 
Then you head down to the internal greenhouse to pick some fresh fruits and veggies. You'll find tomatoes, avocados, lettuce, and even tropical fruits. The greenhouse might also be the most humid place on the entire continent. Amazingly, it's so effective that it can produce around 20 pounds of goodies per week. There won't be any water shortages either. The base is planted on an almost infinite supply of fresh water. The crews simply feed Antarctic ice into their specially designed generators that melt and filter it into clean drinking water. North Yungus Road in Bolivia is one of the most picturesque and most hazardous roads in the world. Just imagine biking along a cliff trail at a mind-numbing height, overlooking the lush Bolivian jungle and misty mountains at a distance. What a view! But as soon as you realize you're riding on a 10-foot-wide stretch of road, some of which isn't even paved, you might get skin crawls. And for good reason. Over 200 folks tumble to their demise each year on this devious mountain climb. And the absence of any guardrail doesn't help at all. Now, if you're more into walking, consider the Husseini Bridge in Pakistan. It's officially the most dangerous hanging bridge in the world, but hardly the only one in the country. It's a long and nerve-wracking traverse over Lake Borat, with many planks of the bridge missing and the whole construction creaking ominously in the wind. Still, the place has become a major tourist attraction, although the old and broken bridge visible nearby only adds to the impression that you're inevitably going to fall to a screaming end. Well, at least you can be thankful that the lake beneath is not Lake Natron in Tanzania. If you fall into water, you still have a chance of survival. If you fall into the waters of Natron, not so much. The pH levels here are a skin-melting 10.5. What passes for water is more like an alkaline soup. No wonder this place is so peaceful. Pretty much nothing wants to live here. And yet, flocks of flamingos come to Lake Natron to breed every few seasons, and it becomes a white-pink paradise for the period. Positively. Which can't be said about the Danakil Depression in Ethiopia. Despite its beautiful, otherworldly landscape, it's perhaps the loneliest place on Earth. Yellow, orange, and green mounds are made of salt, sulfur, and iron, creating views like nowhere else on the planet. Yet the combination of temperature and toxic minerals makes this place absolutely unlivable. Researchers coming here haven't found even microscopic life in this valley. Really, like another planet. Beautiful and desolate. On the other hand, there's an island that's bubbling with life, yet still, you don't want to be there. It's called Snake Island, and the name says it all. It's chock full of snakes. In fact, there are so many of them, especially the venomous varieties, that Brazil has forbidden access to the island to any and all visitors. But even if it wasn't closed off, not many would be brave enough to go to a place where a single step offshore could land you a venomous bite. Now, I'll bet that fly geyser in the middle of the Nevada desert was created partly because humans became jealous of that. This place had been just another bit of desert until 1916, people came here to drill a water well. They quickly saw the error of their ways, though. The water came out boiling hot and unfit for drinking. 50 years later, there was another attempt, 
But the same thing happened. We don't learn, do we? Anyway, hot water never stops spewing from under the ground. And today, we have a massive geyser cluster colored in shades of red, orange, and yellow. Now, I say let's take a break from things that could bite, burn, or crush you and take a walk in a serene forest. We're in Japan, and it's Sagano Bamboo Forest, a marvelous natural park where you can't help but hush your voice and just look. And listen, too. Because the sound of the wind in the bamboo trees is the first ever officially recognized soundscape. All the more surprising to find such a place just half an hour's ride from Kyoto, one of the busiest cities in the country. Take a deep breath of fresh air now. You're gonna need it. We're going underwater. Behold the Great Blue Hole, apparently named by Captain Obvious. It's one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Located off the coast of Belize, this giant sinkhole is a massive tourist attraction, especially popular among divers. It's actually a whole cave system, and they say it gets weirder and more picturesque the deeper you dive. Beware, though! It's popular among sharks, too, and both bull sharks and hammerheads have been spotted here more than once. Here, have a towel and prepare for some barbecue. The Darvasa gas crater is waiting. A huge hole again, this time in the ground and burning. Over 50 years ago, geologists found this spot in Turkmenia, Central Asia, and were quite a bit alarmed. There was an enormous deposit of methane, a highly flammable gas, underground. They set it on fire to prevent the gas from spreading, and since then, the holes kept burning. It's over 200 feet across and 100 feet deep, and no one knows when it'll finally run out of fuel. Mount Haleakala in Hawaii is one of the quietest places in the world. Rangers there often measure exactly zero sound. Its name in Hawaiian means House of the Sun. It was formed thanks to a one-million-year-old volcano. Lava built up over the years and grew into a mountain. It has its own climate and weather that's almost impossible to predict. Now, it takes almost a week by ship to travel from South Africa to the world's most isolated settlement, Edinburgh of the Seven Seas. Great name alert. You need special local government permission to visit. The roughly 300 locals all treat each other as family, grow their own food, and keep their island impeccably clean. Daintree Forest in Australia is the oldest rainforest in the world. It's been around for over 100 million years, and it's home to 12,000 types of insects and about 90% of Australia's butterfly and bat population. It's also home to about 3,000 different kinds of plants. The Bazarudu Archipelago in the Indian Ocean has crystal white sands and unspoiled coral reefs and almost no tourists. It's an official marine reserve, so commercial fishing is off-limits. You can still see fishermen in traditional old boats, though. That's why the corals are still in perfect condition. Bazarudo is also home to some of the last remaining sea cows. A mysterious emerald bamboo grove is located a short train ride away from Kyoto. It's like a portal into another universe. The creaking and rustling sounds make it one of the top 100 soundscapes in Japan. Local artists make baskets, coasters, and chopstick rests, all out of bamboo. The Great Bear Rainforest in British Columbia is famous for its 1,000-year-old cedars, mossy waterfalls, 
water the color of granite, and crystal clear streams. It's home to the rare cream-colored Kermode bear, also known as spirit bear. Add some Sitka deer, coastal gray wolves, cougars, mountain goats, orcas, salmon, sea lions, sea otters, humpback whales… um, you get the picture. The secret of the candy floss pink sand beach in Barbuda is that it's made of crushed corals with tiny single-celled red things living beneath. You can see the famous pink shade when the waves are strong enough. This place doesn't have any public facilities, so it's much less crowded than other Caribbean islands, and that's why it's so clean. Now, it took thousands of years to form the Piccaninny Ponds in Australia. Underground water crept slowly up to the surface through all that limestone. It formed a large underwater cavern with amazing white walls. You need a special permit to dive there, but it's definitely worth it. Lapland in Finland has some of the cleanest air in the world. It also has those spectacular northern lights, snow-smothered trees, and endless white landscapes. The first humans arrived here around 7,000 years ago. They were mostly reindeer herders, and now there are more reindeer than there are people. And reindeer don't exactly pollute. The Plevisa Lakes National Park is one of the most popular tourist attractions in Croatia. It has 16 clear and colorful lakes, all connected by waterfalls. Deer, bears, wolves, boars, and rare birds roam around enjoying the unspoiled nature. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, so they gotta keep it clean. 60 million years ago, a big and angry volcano woke up in present-day Northern Ireland. It spat out a bunch of molten basalt, a special type of lava. It cooled and turned into 40,000 interlocking stepping stones leading down to the sea. Local legend says they're so perfectly shaped because they were made by an Irish giant. He had to build a road into the sea to get to his foe in Scotland. Puna Grasslands, Peru. A bare desert, rocky land, and one big nothing. Oh no, wait, there's Eureta. Eureta is a flowering plant that looks so unique you might actually think it's photoshopped. That's how different it is from the rest of the desert. At first sight, it looks like some rocks covered in moss. But we're talking about a 3,000-year-old plant found in the freezing Puna grasslands of the Andes. This plant grows in packs, and they're so dense you could stand on top of a Eureta shrub, and it'd take your weight without problems. Spotted Lake, Canada. They call it the most magical spot in Canada. In winter and spring, this is just a regular lake that looks like any other. But try going there in the summer when the water starts to evaporate. It'll feel as if you've entered a different world. A polka-dotted landscape with blue, green, and yellow spots. Over the summer, there are over 300 pools there, and they look magical. Over the centuries, people believed each of them had different healing properties. Oh, and the explanation for the vibrant colors is pure science. Each of them has a high concentration of different minerals. Rio Tinto, Spain For more than 5,000 years, the Red River has been surrounded by mines full of copper, silver, gold, and other minerals. They give the river its unique reddish color. People were mining that area for centuries until the whole industry started to fade out. The mines remained abandoned 
until they were rediscovered in the 18th century. The river is quite impressive, but it's also very dangerous for people because of its high acidity. The bacteria in the water create similar conditions that can be found in some other places in our solar system. For example, scientists believe there's something similar on one of Jupiter's moons, Europa. An acidic ocean is hidden underneath the moon's surface. Toyama Bay If you're walking along the shore of Toyama Bay in Japan, you might be lucky to see mystical neon blue light. It's coming from underneath the water and lighting up the night sea. There aren't many places where you can see a phenomenon like this. It's the firefly squid that's responsible for the breathtaking show. The creature lives at a depth of more than 650 feet under the surface. But in spring, they gather near the coast. Sometimes, waves even wash them ashore. The light these animals emit is actually camouflage, which helps them to hide and protect themselves. During the day, the squids go back to the deep, but they come back to party near the shore at night. The light they produce isn't so bright you could read a book in the dark, but it's still quite impressive. Fly Geyser, Nevada, USA Imagine you're in a space rocket. At one point, you realize you've entered the atmosphere of some unknown planet. You haven't even realized it's there. The planet's gravity starts to pull your rocket down. Soon, it crash lands on the surface. Luckily, your spacecraft is sturdy enough to stay intact. So you pull on your spacesuit and crawl outside. Right in front of you, there's something you've never seen before. Incredible nature, unbelievable colors, and a bizarre mountain-like thing. And suddenly, it spews out a column of boiling water. You shake your head. Ah, this vivid imagination of yours. You're actually in Nevada, looking at Fly Ranch Geyser. Don't get disappointed, it's still marvelous. The geyser appeared in the 1960s when a geothermal power company drilled a hole. This allowed the groundwater to escape. And the colors similar to those you can see in Yellowstone National Park? All because of algae. Speaking of Yellowstone, that's another place that looks as if it's been imported from another galaxy. On an area bigger than the states of Delaware and Rhode Island combined, there are more than 10,000 hydrothermal features, 500 geysers, and incredible waterfalls. Singi de Bemaraha, Madagascar. Now here's the place where you can easily imagine meeting some ancient animals. You can almost see them hiding somewhere among the pointy rocks going up to 330 feet. Half of this national park is covered in forest, and the other half is rocky, formed by the erosion of water. The place is home to many animals, like chameleons, iguanas, frogs, and lots of different lemur species. Vatnajökull Glacier, Iceland On your quest for the extraterrestrial wonders of our planet, don't forget to drop by Iceland. There, you'll find the biggest glacier in all of Europe. In some places, the ice can be more than 3,000 feet thick. Vatnajökull has 30 outlet glaciers ready to be explored. Those are channels of ice that once flew out of an ice cap, but remain stuck within the borders of the valley. As for famous Icelandic ice caves, they're formed when meltwater runs through a glacier trying to get to the surface. This usually happens in the summer when temperatures are higher and the water flow is more turbulent. 
When the temperatures go down, the water freezes. That's how the caves are shaped. Staffa, Scotland, UK Staffa is an uninhabited island that looks like a place from a different planet. Once you see it, you can't shake off the feeling it hides plenty of secrets. In reality, though, it's a calm spot, almost completely taken over by seabirds and seals. Even so, no one can argue that the incredible rock columns give this place a unique and mysterious look. It's always encouraged local people to spread legends about the unusual cave. The columns themselves formed millions of years ago, mostly because of volcanic eruptions. Glowworm Caves in New Zealand Imagine finding an entrance to a magical cave. You row your boat, eager to sneak a peek inside, and get rewarded with one of the most beautiful views ever. You see a closed cave that looks as if it's under a magnificent starry sky. You don't need to travel all the way around the Milky Way to find something like that. Glowworm Caves in New Zealand are there for you. The caves started forming millions of years ago, and now they have an impressive collection of stalagmites and stalactites. But what makes them really special is glowworms. The caves are home to thousands and thousands of luminescent larvae. Worms need to attract insects and potential partners. To do that, they use their tails that glow in the dark. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.